Welcome to Tsunami Soundwave, the podcast dedicated to all things personal protection, safety, and empowerment training. Brought to you by Tsunami Self-Defense Systems. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tsunami Soundwave. This is our second episode. Episode two. Yes, and for this episode, I have the honor of introducing you to our main host, Robert Thomas. Hello. 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 I mean, in my mind, there's like applause and stuff. Wait, I think I can even add applause. I'm not even lying. (laughs) Nice. Can you tell we're podcast novices? (laughs) Like, wow, we can actually make a bet. I'm honored to be on episode two as the guest. (laughs) All right, go ahead. We'll be serious. So Robert is in the guest seat today. I am going to ask him five questions to kind of give you guys a good background into who Robert is. We're going to do that for him. We're going to do it for me since we're going to be both of your hosts for this podcast. That way you get a good idea as to who we are, you know, what we're all about right. and get a little personality behind the business. Yes. <laughs> so, right. are you ready? I am. Good. Let's begin. All right. I told you I'm not going to throw you too many curveballs here. Gotcha. So, I'm not going to make any promises though. There'll be no math. No math. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my first question to you is, how long have you personally been practicing self-defense? That's a great question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been doing martial arts for like 40 years, maybe a little more than 40 years, right? Wow. Yeah. I'm old. So, you weren't going to do any math. Look at you. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, there it is. That's why I didn't give you an answer right away. Um, so, self-defense, I mean, the so Tsunami Self-Defense, this is our four, 14th year in business. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I guess I would like to say maybe double that. Um, we, yeah. we, the reason this business sort of moved into the direction of self-defense away from martial arts was um, a coworker asked me to show her some self-defense moves mm-hmm. because we both worked in the field where we were out and about in the community. We were in, just in the social work field. So we're out in the community, and she was worried about going to certain neighborhoods um, by herself, seeing visiting different clients and different homes and communities. And it was you know, some of them were not the best neighborhood. So that's how it started. At that time, I was only teaching sort of traditional martial arts moves mm-hmm. to maybe keep yourself safe, okay. which is not self-defense. All right. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so about double the length of time yeah. that you've been teaching this and having this program, but clearly it has evolved a lot in that time span. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So my next question is kind of going in order here. I am going a little chronological. So what, and you kind of just told me what it was, but if you want to elaborate a little bit on this, what was the initiator for your self-defense training journey in this business? So you just mentioned that clearly it was somebody that you was in the same work field as you. Right looking for, you know, something to help her with her job and the things that she was dealing with on a daily basis. But from that point, what brought Tsunami Self-Defense Systems, I guess, to where it is today? Like, do you, was That's there a, a defining, initiating moment where you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing, and this is what I have to, like, bring to people? That, that's a that's a great question. Ah, uh, thanks. And we folks who are listening, we do not know the questions before. Yeah. <laughs> so so um, so that's a great question. I will answer it this way: there was not a light switch aha moment. Okay. It was a slow 
like I'm I'm a little thick headed, right? And I was like I was like I was like I was like I was like, but I want to show karate, right? Like so, okay. so when people are asking me questions, and so the 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 long mumbling answer here is the students, the people asking me for help, mm-hmm. they made this occur. Whether they they didn't know what they were doing, yeah. But their lines of questioning. Their smack me in the face with the reality mm-hmm. made this happen. Yeah. Every time I try to teach, like a traditional martial art sort of approach, they were like, "Yeah, but that's not what happens." Here's mm-hmm. here, my my boyfriend who's violent will do this. Yeah. And then you know what I mean. So as I di- the more and more people I tried to show martial arts as self defense to, I realized I need to go back to the drawing board, and that's what I did. Yeah. Okay. So I, I stopped teaching traditional arts, um, and I started going down the realm, a rabbit hole of reality-based instructors, mm-hmm. um, and they were from a wide variety of disciplines. So I stopped teaching for a while, and then I, you know, started making it just a street-smart, savvy, reality-based system. I love that. I love that it was organic to, like you said, the people that were coming to you for advice, tips, help in this area of life and you couldn't give them the correct answers or the more accurate answers or more potent answers that you felt like they should have and that's really what was the driving force of creating this program agree yeah i love that um the the incident uh, uh, at the shelter um that uh, my cousin asked me to help her teach at a women's shelter that okay. was a big night like when that yeah. happened like these women were like telling me all about their abusive cohabitation situations or abusive uh, family members or abusive um boyfriends it really was a big eye-opening moment i've told mm-hmm. the story before yeah um but so when when i was at the women's shelter it was like wait a second i cannot show kung fu to these women it's, it, right. it just can't happen so yeah. it, it really is that it, it was it was people driven mm-hmm. and then i saw the need to tweak change alter go back to the drawing board here we are yeah you got into that a little bit we were on um getting to know the 570 and i remember you got a little bit more in depth with that particular situation that was kind of a pivotal moment in your self-defense journey as an instructor, which is really, really cool. My third question for you is, well, really, I just kind of, we kind of segued into it with that last one. You kind of kept going. So (laughs) I guess my question now, I'm going to hone it in a little bit. So originally I was going to ask, how did this program truly develop? But I think what I want to ask now is, for tsunami self-defense systems, how has it changed since you honed in on having women instructors be at the forefront of how you teach these programs and how we teach these programs? That's a great question. So as being a, like a big dude, right, I was like, I, was like, I can't teach these, <laughs> these classes alone. I needed assistance. Yeah. My first, my first assistant ever just sort of like, I had to like seek them out. Like yeah. now it happens differently. But in the beginning, it was like, wait a second, you're pretty awesome doing this, whatever martial art they were doing or whatever thing they were doing. Um, and was, I'm going to give a shout out to Shantae. Mm-hmm. Shantae was my first ever assistant. Um, I hope she hears this. She's incredible. She's awesome. And she partnered with me really early on. She's a petite woman, but fierce. You know, yeah. she did a lot of martial arts, physical, very physical woman. When I started teaching with her, mm-hmm. we're at, a local college okay. and the, the students at this at this college sort of like gravitated to her because they're seeing this tiny petite woman this little stick of dynamite just like 
just beat the crap out of me, right? Just like, put, <laughs> like and, and that really was the, the was like, wait, if she can do this, then I can do this. Is what yeah. they were, they were, that's what the feedback we were getting. Right? Yeah, it was like inspiring. It was. Yeah. It was definitely inspiring. So um, after that, it started snowballing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But then every, again, people driven, community driven, student driven. As I'm hearing different feedback from different things, it, it was it, we're always tweaking, evolving. It's you know, it's always evolving. Yeah. I hope I answered that question right. You did. <laughs> well, I was. I'm happy that again. Like this is. I like this question format because then it yeah. kind of organically moves into different subject matters. Yeah. But I one of the big things that drew me into even just training under this program mm-hmm. was the fact that you had women instructors. Yeah. And I know for my first class, Becky was my instructor oh, yeah. with you and then for i think the second or the third it was chez okay and chez is <laughs> very very petite and she was very young at the time she's she's younger than me oh. and for her to be in this position where she was able to really give a lot of insight and see her be able to go through an entire self-defense class and yeah she was probably, crush it yeah right she <laughs> like was, literally <laughs> i was like oh my gosh this is crazy yeah. and that really was i also i feel like a driving force for me to stay within this program as long as i have so well thank you for saying that because that's exactly what the, the goal is right mm-hmm. like empowered women empower women yeah and and so the amazing team of instructors that we have on staff as, as part of our, our crew yeah it only helps to uh, show others mm-hmm. in this from the same neighborhood same walk of life especially but, for the women's programs just to even provide credibility because i know that specifically even in the past i want to say seven years since i've practiced mm-hmm. with this and trained in this before i even became an instructor you know a lot of your work with becky and chez and megan and all these people developed this program into what it is Absolutely. like they were huge pivotal contributors to a lot of the way that this is taught and that to me provides so much credibility specifically with the women's programs because you know that it is coming from their own experiences too that authenticity is there yeah absolutely and um, maybe we'll have to have some of these uh, women on as guests because um, you mentioned you mentioned Becky and Megan yeah Um, this wouldn't have taken off without those two Mm -hmm. yeah but so anyway I do want to say though that this is that to answer your question a little more in depth and a little more broad scope, the reason we're now we now added like street defense. Um, I'm sorry. The reason we added our defense against weapons series yeah. is we've been flooded with questions about defense against weapons. Yeah, and and we don't have to look far in the media as to why. Mm-hmm. You know, you see these attacks and stuff. Even a couple of years ago, with all the, the 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 riots and protests and things like that during lockdown, with just like a two by four laying on the ground was like. You'd see that on the news where somebody's like just beating a store owner with like a, a bludgeoning weapon. Yeah, know? or like a like a box cutter a that box, happened right. down in Baltimore, my hometown. Mm-hmm. Crazy. And nuts, right? Beer bottles and all that stuff. So we added we our, our the programs grow as the questions and the, the line of of concern mm-hmm. from the general public comes in, and that's that's why that's how it's always always evolving. Yeah. Is... We do we do have male instructors too that help us out from time to time. Yeah, they're not as consistent. We don't have um, they're not like we don't consider them like full time staff, but we bring them in for areas of content and expertise. Absolutely. Yeah. So we really do like we we, we sort of like all encompassing uh, program here for safety and personal protection. Yeah. All right. So my next question, my fourth question is: 
how do you see tsunami self-defense systems growing or evolving in the near future? Besides just the fact that we're doing this podcast. <laughs> well, this, this brand new podcast called right. Tsunami Soundwave. Oh, sorry. What? That was my, that was my announcer voice. Um, well, I think I'm, my goal, my hope, my, my desire is to have the, the team of instructors be even more um, diverse. Mm-hmm. And other locations see branching out. I mean, Cody's down in Florida. Yeah, kicking butt at her university. She's, yeah. She, she brought our system to, to the school she attends. She's teaching classes in Florida. I know that other team members are going to be moving away in the next year or two, mm-hmm. and they're going to be taking the program out. So we're just going to, like, organically, like, let it grow and snowball, and the roots will extend further and further yeah. um, and, and, and grow the system. But I do think we're going to utilize some – other technology and other platforms as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so look for things like a, a, some sort of paid subscri- subscription service. Every university we attended in the last six months, every single one of them, a student has come up to me and said, how can I do this at home? Do you guys have like a, like a training video? Do you have like, how can I continue wow. to practice? So we're looking at uh, platforms where they could like, with a, with a uh, lock code to get into. Yeah. And do some training from home. That's also coming soon. So I think it's going to evolve in many ways. I think so. And I think this podcast is a great way of giving, you know, this program outside of just our general Northeastern Pennsylvania area. And then, yeah, like you said, getting these people that are in universities and colleges and programs and different states and stuff like that, that have trained with us once the opportunity to continue that and to stay within our little community. Agreed, yeah. Which, yeah, we want to grow. Absolutely. But I will say <laughs> this, too. I'm a Mr. Stay-in-my-lane kind of guy. Like, yeah. Like, like, so we're not doing, like, crazy gun disarms, which are not not the best, right? No. Well, that's another topic for another another uh, episode. Um, we don't do any tournaments. There's no trophies. Right. There's no belt systems. Mm-hmm. So anybody who wants that kind of stuff, well, maybe we're not your place to... to or we're just, again, we're the personal protection, safety um, element. So we're not going to get too, we don't want to expand too far into areas that aren't what we organically naturally do. Right. But just be able to offer what we already have and have yeah. honed in on and continue to just fine tune and make more potent to as many people as we can. Agreed. Yeah. Last answer for that one is uh, is more our corporate business wellness uh, safety for staff and, and things like that. Yeah. That, that's also been growing over the last few years. Awesome. So, yeah, we're moving in the right direction. We are. Is All there right. a fifth question? There is a fifth question, and it's pretty open-ended. Go for but it. But I want you to tell the audience some fun fact about you, not related to self-defense. Cause oh. it, like, <laughs> and this is going to come up more times, but Robert has a very – interesting career history he has a very i feel like every time we train in like tuesday night group i've learned something new about you every single time and Mm. it cracks me up you're a very diverse (laughs) experienced person i do have a a pretty good diverse background sure so um but just one one i'll give you one that most of the audience may not know i used to be in a improv group and sketch comedy group and we actually pitched a show to comedy central and had a sit-down meeting with the president of the network in manhattan i'm doing this though (laughs) and and that didn't work (laughs) but it it really happened 
That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, you got that far. Yeah, it was great. It was you got, awesome a, you got a meeting with the press. Meeting at the, in, <laughs> it was the same year. Well, it was like, I think South Park was in its second season. Okay. Boom. There's my timeline. Go back and figure out what that was. <laughs> Love that. So yeah, we have some comedy background here. Well, Robert, thank you for letting me ask you a few questions Absolutely. and allow the audience to get to know you a little bit better and yeah. know how you started this business and what it is and what it means to you. And we are excited to just continue on. I am thrilled. And, and episode three is going to be where I'm doing this for you. So yeah. pay, so check back, folks. Um, <laughs> please please share this and, and, and spread the word about what we're doing and um, stay safe out there. Thank you for listening to this episode of Tsunami Soundwave. Don't forget to download, subscribe, review, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Tsunami Self-Defense Systems.